Welcome into No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. Oh boy, we're back, and it is semifinals week. Wow, I, I <laughs> there's been an up and up and down roller coaster of a season, and now supposedly uh, the probably I don't know the stats, but a number one fantasy quarterback maybe overall uh, is hurt. So congratulations to all you that have Jalen Hurts and are scrambling for a backup this week. I heard Gardner Minshew is available, right, Ryan? Giving me the thumbs up uh, and very excited about him. I think he's even wearing a his his favorite man's jersey today. He he grew out the mustache enough to make Gardner proud. Let's get into it, everybody, as soon as I can find the intro. Welcome in to No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. As always, Josh, Ryan, I was scrambling to find the intro because I was so fucking focused on what I was going to talk about. I love it because what you don't know is that's the second time this week because Josh was like, let's start that video on his intro on Monday. And I'm like... I always mess. No, up it was when I had to like. It was uh, last yeah. week when I was doing the show. Oh, okay. I thought. It, oh, you're right. It, yeah. it was. It was last. Oh, it's video yeah. time, and you're like, it's what? video time. Yes, <laughs> that was the best ever. That's <laughs> just that's just Josh being bad at hosting. Yeah. This is me. Well, I don't do this. This is me focused on something that that is you know just need needs to be said. A few things to clear up. It's still a Donovan McNabb jersey. I do not have a Gardner Minshew jersey. Oh, but I, was, I did make sure to shave the mustache specifically for tonight's show. And you made sure to only make sure that the fives were in were in view. Yeah. Well, I don't have much choice. It's only a five. It doesn't go. I'm yeah. I guess I could do this the whole show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, what I was focused on, ladies and gentlemen, um, there's a team by the name of the New England Patriots that, oh, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't even know. I I listen to I listen to sports radio all week in Boston. <clears throat> this is a tough one. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. It may help that I'm one step closer to Bailey Zappi being the full time starting quarterback, so that would be fun. But you know, here's uh here's here's my breakdown of that. They deserve to fucking lose. Not even a question. They deserve to lose. Was the Keelan Cole touchdown a touchdown? Fuck no. Fuck no, it was not a touchdown. Are you kidding me? Are we blind? What is NFL officiating anymore? Yeah. But that didn't matter, right? If he doesn't catch that, Vegas still has two more tries to get a first down, not even get in the end zone, still get a first down. That didn't change the game, in my opinion. What did? Ramondre Stevenson <laughs> didn't change the game, in my opinion. Jacoby fucking Myers changed the game. That was it. That was it. Right. Um, also Mac Jones fucking sucks. Started six of eight and then finished seven of 23. You at home had more pass completions than Mac Jones. It's fucking sad. How bad he played. That was his worst game. I think as a professional to yeah, the point bad. where he didn't like turn the ball over 17 times. Cause that's incomparable. 
that is the word. Like I was saying, I'm like, they're going to win this game. And Mac Jones is 112 passing yards. He got 38 of them on one play. What the fuck are we doing? Ramondre Stevenson. Awesome game. 172 touchdown. That man will be a first round pick in fantasy football next year. Indeed. Undoubtedly third most receptions in the NFL behind McCaffrey and Austin Eckler. <clears throat> Name me someone more valuable. That could be a potential on your fantasy team. You probably can't at this point. Also, fuck Aaron Jones for scoring four more points instead of me trying to beat fucking Ryan. Damn, I was so excited. Also, Ryan was projected to beat me by like 70 points, and I he only won by four. So, feel good. Hey, it's one of those moral victories from a, a on-the-cusp dynasty team. Yeah, fucking moral victory. I could have been in the semis! Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the hell that sort of football was. The NFL officiating still sucks. Mac Jones still sucks. Matt Patricia should be fired. Marcus Jones is the greatest cornerback to ever live on the face of this planet. Locked up clamps on Devontae Adams. No Jack Jones. Jonathan Jones is an absolute bum. He got burned by Matt Collins, who I'm fairly positive runs like a 5-2-40. <laughs> and Jonathan Jones runs a 4-3 clocked. How? How? So terrible. Hunter Henry dropping footballs. God, I'm so happy John Smith is our best fucking receiving option right now. Yeah, you called it. <laughs> God, it, it, the thing that sucks, Jacoby Myers was open like all game, and he toasted the shit out of that DB on the two-point conversion. Yeah. Just a little, whoop, whoop, see ya. And yeah, you know, it is what it is. We're not going to make the playoffs. I personally would like Mac Jones to never put on a Patriots uniform again. Because it is painful watching him play. But let's get into the fun stuff. You know, like Jonathan Taylor also not playing. Yeah. Jalen Hurts also not playing. But you know who is playing, folks? Nick fucking Foles is playing this week. So for all you Michael Pittman owners, you know, who were super excited, you know what? You know what Jeff Saturday just said to you? Fuck you. That's yeah. what they said. Because Michael Pittman had a money matchup this week against the Chargers. And now, oh, you can kiss that goodbye because... Hey, Nick Foles knows how to throw to big-bodied wide receivers. That's all I'm saying. Alshon Jeffrey did okay with Nick Foles. When he comes in in relief and then turns into the starter, yes, I agree. When it is thrust upon him midweek... No, 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 Josh. We all know Nick Foles cannot prepare for a game. He needs to be thrust into it with no concept of the game plan. And then he just goes out and wins. We know we know that's who Nick Foles is. This is a shit show. LA should win by a million points. So, yeah. And Z-Money, yes, we are. Uh, we're just breaking down some injuries and some dumb fucking shit that Jeff Saturday's pulling out of his ass for Monday Night <laughs> Football, starting Nick Foles. Colt McCoy is out Sunday night. So Trace McSorley, the official starter. Let's go, baby. We'll get there soon. Ryan Tannehill, Titans fans, thank God he didn't practice. Wow, is that guy bad? I mean, he's had up and down, like 100%. He's had an up and down year. But I think he was Mostly down. <laughs> mostly down. But like, there's been a, there's been a couple games yeah. in fantasy. Like he had, I think he had a stretch of three games. He was at 20, 25 points a game, which is startable i picked him up because i saw this like oh good stretch got me seven that week he didn't practice wednesday he's been on ryan's shit list for two years now 
he, I don't know if this is, yeah, it's, he's showing his out on fantasy data already. And the most recent headline is likely out for the season. So. I mean, at, at this point, like Jacksonville looks like they might win that division. Yeah. So get Malik Willis some reps and Hey, if you make the playoffs as a, you know, as somehow you win your division and you lose the first round, great. Malik Willis has some more reps, but Malik Willis hasn't looked much better than Ryan Tannehill. So, I mean, at least, you know, he gives you a glimmer of hope on the ground, but, uh, and, uh, thanks for throwing this one in there. Happy birthday to white Iverson himself, Hunter Renfro. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish Derek Carr would, you know, understand where he is on the football field and throw to him. So, okay. Some questions before we get into upside. Thanks for letting me go on my little, uh, Patriots thing, guys. You know, I really need to get that out. Um, oh, we, we started warning people on Monday that that's all you were going to do. I'm actually shocked by how subdued you are. I guess, uh, you know, it's been, it's jumping in been, right from work. <laughs> it's been 72 hours. Okay. I, you know, slept outside upside down in a snowbank on Sunday night to, you know, clear my head, make sure I was all good. I had like some it. Mexican food and I still, came everything to, better. I still came to the conclusion that I hate Mac Jones and, and that's I, all fair. and I was right about him going into the draft and I, and I, that's, that's what I, that's what I'm resting my lords. I was right about Mac Jones. That's where I'm at right now. I was right about Mac Jones and <laughs> Anthony. It's, dang. What a, what a quite also at one point last week, I saw, I think a guy named Jeff Davis was top five in receiving yards last week. This is week fucking 15 people. Why is Jeff Davis to, there was a dude at some point in the one o'clock games I don't know if his Jeff name was Smith from the Jeff Jets. Smith. Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't you know. Me Jeff confused. Yeah. I'm like, what? It was the whitest name known to mankind. There Jeff Smith. That's a name they write like Johnny Appleseed on your test to make up a fictitious person. Jeff Smith had 83 receiving yards. I'm like, that's cool. I think, you know, like Michael Pittman has like five. So that's fun. God, I hate this game. Grab two QBs off the waiver. Mar Minshew and Goff. He doesn't need them simply to block his opponent from doing uh, so since they had hurts and no backup. Jerk move or fair play? Fairest of play. Round of applause, standing ovation. Oh, yeah. There was a guy in my league who picked up seven quarterbacks off the waiver wire because somebody had a quarterback that was injured with no backup. He literally had to play the week with no quarterback because the other guy picked up every single starting QB. Yeah. Now, bold strategy, might I add, because you need my to have My only issue with this bench. would be if you somehow are not in the playoffs okay, and yeah, your that's opponent rude. is like, you know, you're, you're playing like the fifth place game or something. That's the only time that I'm like, all right, th you, let, you need to be in a little, you need yeah, to be like, playing you need to be like competing or if you're like, you know, you're, you're fighting for like the toilet bowl, like loser spot. The toilet like, bowl is fair game. Yeah, exactly. Thousand yes. percent. Yeah, I say in some leagues, I have even seen where they prefer the toilet bowl lets waivers pass and then they do first come yeah. first serve free agency. Um, but I'm I'm fine with if you're playing for something toilet bowl included, it's fair game. We've, we've I've actually talked about this in a few articles this past month. So, yes, sir. One how how worried are we about the weather? I imagine this is just a general Elliot. Well, there's a Elliot lot of the games question. that yeah, Cleveland and Chicago, Cleveland and Chicago yeah. are rough. I'm very worried about those two games. Yeah, I mean, here's it, it, the thing. I'm not as worried, and I'll tell you why. Remember when everybody was up in arms about the Buffalo game on Saturday night, how it was supposed to be like so frigid and the winds and snow all over the ground? Like, they clear the shit out. 
the wind is what I'm worried about. The wind um, is a worrisome. Yeah, Cleveland is. I have never been to Chicago. I've been to Cleveland. I've been to Cleveland Stadium. I've been to Cleveland Stadium and wind. Cleveland Stadium is literally on the lake. And it forms a wind tunnel. The wind comes in and gets trapped in spirals around. It's fucking insane in the wind. So that that's why that stadium is is absurd. I mean, it's a great day for Nick Chubb, but hopefully, I know he was on the injury report too. Yeah, I gotta, I I, I have, I have a bone to pick with the NFL Network broadcast. Okay, I thought that it was like negative twenty degrees in Buffalo. By the way, they were bundled <laughs> up and acting. I was in there. I'm like, oh my god, like it, like. It's going to be like, are they going to even be able to catch the football? Cause it's so, it's so cold outside. They show game time temperature 28. I'm like you. Yeah. Bitches. Well, I mean the overblownness of the snow in that game, like That's, all of it yeah. was, we got it. I, and what's funny is they were putting up those pictures in the morning and I'm, I'm four and a half hours away from Buffalo, but they were putting those pictures up in the morning, showing the snow in Buffalo as of 7am. I'm like, I just got the same storm. It's not that fucking bad. And they're going to have that cleared. So I did not panic at all, but the way it was hyped up, people panicked and they had every right to, if you looked at the way it was hyped up, but man, just much ado about nothing. I just, I was very mad at the NFL network broadcast. They were just like, Oh, it's so cold outside. I'm like, no, yeah. No, it's currently negative 38 in Bismarck, North Dakota. Come here, play a fucking football game, and then tell me it's cold. Okay, thank you. That's a for, for those counting, that is a 60-degree swing. Negative 38 to negative, or to plus 30. That's basically, it's a 60-degree swing. If I told you it was 20 outside and 80, you would be running around like a madman, so happy. So I am praying for 30-degree weather right now. Z-Money, the 15th, right? That's the 15th, XV. Thoughts on Ayuki? He sold me with three points. I can replace him with Olave or Christian Watson. Um, Sam Fran plays Washington this week at home. Yep. Olave plays a team in, in that Cleveland game. Oh yeah, cannot play oh, Chris Olave this week. Nope, that's out. And Christian Watson is in Miami. I don't. I I have it in mind. I think I think Green Bay lays an absolute freaking egg in Miami. Okay. And that's what I was interested in is what your thoughts are on that game. Cause Watson, even last week didn't have a terrible game. He wasn't as bad as Ayuk. He just didn't score. And that's kind of what we're used to with him. He's been putting up touchdowns since like week nine, I think, or something. So here, here's the thing Eight. I like about, here's the thing I like about Watson is there's going to be a lot of garbage time in that game yeah. and he will probably benefit from that. So I would lean Watson. I've never been an Ayuk fan. Washington secondary, I would say, is comparable to Miami's. Okay, yeah, My, Miami's is bad, and I don't think Washington's is much better. Fantasy points I, wise, they're almost next to each other. You're absolutely right. So yeah, I would actually I would are within one catch and one yard of each other. So great call on that, Joe. <laughs> I would I would put Watson ahead, um, just because of garbage time. I think San Francisco gets up on Washington early and just throttles them because I don't think Washington has the offense to combat them unless they can figure out how to pass protect and get McLaurin, Samuel, and Jahan Dotson open because talk about a bad secondary. The corners for San Francisco suck right now with Emmanuel Mosley being out since like week four. So I think you're going to have more garbage time. I have Aaron Rodgers outside the top 20, spoiler alert. But if garbage time commences... Obviously, Rodgers and 
a la Christian Watson will benefit from that. So I'll go Watson. I'm fine with Watson. Uh, I don't hate Ayuk this week, but the way that Purdy's been throwing the football, it really hasn't been to Ayuk's side of the field. Like they're looking more in the center and underneath. So that kind of benefits more of Kittle and, uh, and Christian McCaffrey. Washington, very good against the tight end, but I'm still going with Christian Watson in this one. So, Someone asked me the other day, they're like, would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Mac Jones? I'm like, I'd rather have fucking Brock Purdy than Mac Jones. <laughs> like, at least I do could throw an out route in a deep ball. Granted, he underthrew Ayuk immensely on that touchdown pass, and I stand by my statement that that would have been picked in any other yeah, scenario. I mean, he completed round, a pass. I was, was saying, a touchdown. One's a seventh-round pick, and you expect that kind of shit. The other, not so much. The other played at fucking Alabama. Yeah. Another one from Z Money. And Joku, he's questionable. Should I get Waller? If it that wind is any form of anything in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson is still on his fourth NFL game in yeah. two years. I don't think his arm strength is nearly there to put that thing through the wind. Waller had a good game. I'd go Waller. I tend to avoid red flags, and that whole Cleveland game is a red flag right now. I'm, I'm worried about running backs and defense in that game, so I agree, Darren Waller. Yeah, I'm fine with Waller here. Um, I mean, Steelers are kind of mid against tight ends. You, yeah. know, you did not just say mid. No, I'm saying like middle of the road. No, 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 like, no, 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 but you did not just say mid. Up. Yes, I did say mid. 39-year-old millennial, calm down. Shut up. Shut up. My 19-year-old brother there. says mid. Mids are popping. <laughs> you old man. She's mid. Ugh, gross. Uh, baseball friend 22. Could you guys help me? It's the no. friendliest handle. No, I'm ever. kidding. Sorry. Oh of course, we're going to help you. <laughs> it was just what he said. Could you guys help me? No. Go to the next question. <laughs> Need to pick one more wide receiver in a flex. What do you guys think? Um, so he needs a receiver and a flex. So obviously, if any of these court running backs are taken, that's your flex guy. We got Zay Jones, Devonta Smith is on the waiver wire. DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, Garrett Wilson, Zach Moss, James. This is, the waiver. This is his team. He just needs to choose. Okay. One yeah. I'm like, I was <laughs> like, read, I'm sitting there. Well, you read I was pick like, is pick up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, you know, Zay Jones, I can see being on the waiver wire in some leagues. Yeah, that's fair. I got to Devonta Smith. I'm like. No, pause. What's going on here? Um, man, dude, that that's I okay. The two running backs are out, right? Like those, I would not. Yeah, if I'm if I'm choosing backs. between these wide receivers and and these running backs, I'm not starting any of these running. Backs. No, no shots. So Zay Jones and Jacksonville will play in New York yeah. tomorrow night. So it's a short week. They will avoid the storm. The storm will be coming in, yeah. but they will mostly avoid it. Uh, Devonta Smith and Philly are in Dallas on Christmas Eve. So technically a short week, I guess DJ Moore is at home against Detroit. Again, technical short week. Michael Pittman has the longest week because he played Saturday and will play Monday night, but he has Nick Foles quarterback. Garrett. Wilson I was just going to say the longest week. week because of who is quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I would go Devonta Smith and DJ Moore, but you could also tell me Zay Jones is fine. Short week does. I don't really like that, but I would go more in Devonta Smith. Josh, I was going to let you go first. Uh, DJ Moore, Garrett Wilson, and Michael Pittman for me. He only gets two, Josh. Who are you benching? Oh, one wide receiver. And, a, and, and one, one flex. flex. Oh, I thought it was two. Never mind. Uh, I'll go more in Garrett Wilson then. 
Sorry. I was kind of on the fence with Pittman. So. so here's the best thing I can tell you. Is it definitely between Smith, Moore, and Wilson? Because those are the three I was choosing between. Um, I'm obviously big on the Eagles this week, so I'm going to stick with my guns there and go Devonta Smith. And I'm going to make your decision easier and agree with Joe and say DJ Moore. Yeah, I think Hell DJ yeah. Moore is the consensus. Yeah, which is weird, but he's playing Detroit. So Fields or Lamar, is he even healthy? I mean, the initial reports with him. Yeah, the initial reports with Lamar had him coming back for this game. Yeah, he did not practice Practice. yesterday or Wednesday. Yeah. So so my my worry with that is like he's not under a long term contract. What does he owe the Ravens? Now, he's obviously a competitor and I'm sure he wants to compete. But what does he owe the Ravens to come back and risk a further knee injury and not get a long term contract? What does he owe them? He owes them shit is what yeah. he owes them. So, and honestly, yes, the wind and the wind in Chicago is probably going to be a big issue. Yeah. Just great Fe- for Justin Fields. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> plays fan fucking tastic for Justin Fields. So I am Justin Fields. Even if Lamar's healthy, I think I probably go Justin Fields. Yeah. It's fields. Yeah. The Atlanta matchup makes it interesting, but it's fields for me. Yeah. Another one from Z Money. Tony Pollard or Kenneth Walker says they're both projected 15. This is a pretty good question. Kenneth Walker has a good matchup against Kansas City. And Tony Pollard has a decent matchup against Philly. I wouldn't say it's great, but David Montgomery looked pretty good in the ground against Philly, which Josh has mentioned that Philly can be beat on the ground. That is where they're more vulnerable than in the passing game. But... We know Zeke tends to be the bell cow and Tony Pollard is the guy that works into more of the gadget plays, but again, can catch you by surprise. So you're going with the more consistency of Kenneth Walker or the more gadgety and arguably the bigger upside in Tony Pollard. Josh, I'll start with you because it involves your team. Yeah. I mean, the last four weeks, the Eagles are 16th most. So basically like literally right down the middle, the of, the middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, and the Chiefs allow 20.2 fantasy points to running backs. Eagles 22.2. I mean, I'll, I'll I think you're fine either way. I mean, they're going to get Tony Pollard involved in the passing game. He's not going to be running up the gut against Sue and Davis and Limbaugh Joseph anyway. Um, but give me uh, give me Walker. They've got to control the clock against Kansas City. It's quite literally the only way they're going to have a chance to beat them. Wow, Josh, your entire analysis made me think you were going Tony Pollard, and I was like happy to agree with you. And then you're like, so give me Walker. <laughs> uh, the one thing I'll throw out, David Montgomery's one touchdown last week was a short passing touchdown. Um, so I'll go ahead and take Tony Pollard and, and play for that same kind of game this week. I'll take Pollard inside in you know, a controlled environment than Kenneth Walker. For the record, I like both of them. Uh, and I do too. They're both you know, top 15 backs for me. You know, if Aaron Jones just eats shit and doesn't, you know, get an extra four fucking points, I have Kenneth Walker and Tony Pollard in dynasty. So eat shit, Ryan, uh, Michael, they're going to look great in that fifth place game. Joe. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Michael. This was the same question already. as baseball friend. Yeah. Yep. Just wanted to highlight that czar Waller or Schultz. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to put up Michael's second question here too. Cause he asked Evan Ingram, or Schultz. So is Schultz playable over either of these guys or do we like Ingram on a short week? Or we already talked about Darren Waller who has the Saturday night football game in Pittsburgh. Oof. (laughs) Yeah. Oof is Philly's good against tight ends. I think Schultz, Schultz will be fine just from a target volume perspective. 
but Ingram's been hot lately. I, I, I'm I'm fine with Ingram. I would go Ingram over Schultz, but Schultz over Waller. Hot is an understatement for Evan Ingram. 162 yards and two touchdowns the other week. That would be a blaze, some might say. Okay, Ryan? Oh, Waller is interesting just because you don't know. Is he now a part of this offense? Like, it's been one game. I'm probably going to continue to ride the hot hand of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Evan Ingram, much to my chagrin last week. Ingram made me look stupid. I'm not going to fall into that trap again. So, What about Waller Schultz? Oh, I would have it. I think the upside on Waller is better. I would put Waller ahead of Schultz. I would go Waller ahead of Schultz as well. And keep in mind... Evan Ingram played in the stadium for the first four seasons of his career. It's not like he's unfamiliar with MetLife Stadium. So the cold, whatever elements, whatever it may be, he's used to it. So I like Evan Ingram this week. Trevor Lawrence, who's throwing him the ball, is a different question. Obviously played at South Carolina um, during his collegiate career and then went straight to Jacksonville. He hasn't really had to deal with too much shitty weather in his lifetime. It's not that cold here right now. So. Yeah, it's. I was literally in Boston and it was 34 outside. Yeah. I'm like, why the hell am I in a jacket? I could be out here in a t-shirt. This is great. Duh, I'm Josh. I'm from Florida. <laughs> I'm a bitch. What? I picked Donovan now. up in shorts and flip flops today. So. Yeah. I, again, we're back to this point in time where you where you look at the forecast and decide which day you're getting gas on. Oh, because, we talked about that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I sadly had to get gas right now in negative 38 degree weather, but you know, I couldn't pick and choose that. If I could have, I would have waited till, you know, next week when it's 30 outside. Okay. Two tight end questions off the board. Goff or Daniel Jones by clamped easy. Goff is in Carolina. Daniel Jones in Minnesota. Josh. Daniel Jones. Goff's on the road. Not about it. So. DJ. Ryan. Don't love Daniel Jones this week. Uh, also on the road, I understand Minnesota's defense is trash. I think I'd go Goff. I don't like Carolina. Mm. Goff on the road sucks, which is he does. Yeah, really bad. Jones uh, at least gives you rushing upside, so I'll take that over whatever. Yeah, and I, I want I want to say he plays a defense that allowed thirty three points or thirty six points, but let's let's be real here. The defense didn't really allow that many points. <laughs> their offense just, well, their coaches made terrible decisions and Andy had the ball inside the opponent 30 twice. So yeah. you're kind of, you know, your coach kind of screwed you. But the, to me, the Vikings defense can be beaten. Daniel Jones has shown he can do it. Ugh, gross hearing those words. Goff's, Goff is a proven like liability on the road yeah like so bad so bad on the road so i will go daniel jones as well start one kill one matt patricia (laughs) i it's this is it's like uh it's like fuck mary kill yeah and all of matt patricia is a big guy he can play line for me i'll I'll start patricia and kill judge so Joe Judge at least knows how to coach special teams. Matt Patricia cannot coach. Ooh, that's a give, fair give point. Me Joe Judge. <laughs> Can I have a third? Split the difference. <laughs> Can I instead of instead of fuck Mary kill Joe just wants kill kill kill. Can I, can I just can I line them up like yeah. like you know you say you know you have. 
you have Hitler, Mussolini, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I'd, I'd shoot Ki- Toby twice. Ki- yeah, I'd shoot Toby twice. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have Hitler, Toby, and Kim Jong Un in a room with a gun and two bullets. Who would you shoot? I'd shoot Toby twice. <laughs> Ryan just spit take. Nice, clip it. One hundred percent on Marlia's laptop. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, like it's like you know, I have one. But can I just line them up in a row? Um. And you know, get like that Call of Duty collab. No, I mean this is this is very dark where we're getting here. Yeah, we've we've they both God, <laughs> they both suck. They are so bad. I hate all of them. Christian Watson or J.K. Dobbins in a full P P R. Can we talk about a wounded calf and compare that to J.K. Yeah. Dobbins? Holy God, his top end speed is non-existent right now. I will. But yet he go. just keeps racking up yards. That's the thing. Is there yeah. volume? So I will go Dobbins. Yeah, Dobbins. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dobbins great for me too. Yeah. Whew, thank God. Okay. Glad we can all be wrong about that. <laughs> um. Can't wait to get the family back together Saturday. Hell yeah! Christmas Eve. Eve. No, it's just Christmas Eve. It was just funnier if I said Christmas Eve Eve. It's from something. I was watching Community and they said, you know, oh, it's December 10th. Because, you know, if you've watched Community, you get the reference. But that's okay. Hey, guys, where are you at in Scott Fish? Just real quick. I just wanted to check in with you guys on that. Shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> what is Scott Fish? <laughs> uh, listen. Listen. What, it... I was going to say, you were the last of all of us to get in, and you somehow got I think I might have been the last person to get in the <laughs> first tournament. You got the surprise invite. The surprise from... invite on the show. Here, now, here's, here's why I will not be making the next round. Not for the fact that I finished, you know, I'm currently ranked 410 in the top 30 teams need to advance. That's neither here nor there. Here's, here's why I'm not making it. Um... My quarterbacks are, oh, Russell Wilson's healthy. He's still not starting him. Jalen Hurts and Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson was a part who, of my downfall in Scott Fish. Too, who, did, so. who did I go pick up, Ryan? Who did I go pick up? You better have picked up Gardner Gardner motherfucking Minshew. That's who I went and picked up. <laughs> so if Jalen doesn't start, Gardner's my quarterback. But I here's, here's what I need to happen. I need Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Dave Montgomery, Reminder Stevenson to each have a 40 spot for me to even sniff it. Because my receivers are Deontay Johnson, Zay Jones, and Devonta Smith. They're like, Joe, you got to have better options, right? Demir Bird, Michael Gallup, Ben Skoranek, Darius Slayton, Brashad Perryman, and KJ Osborne, who got 30 of his 103 points last week. You might be asking yourself, Joe, how the fuck did you make it this far? Great question, guys. Uh, My two kickers, who I have started for the last seven weeks, carried me through Scott Fish. Graham Gano and Evan McPherson. Dogs. Absolute dogs. Scott Fish scoring definitely uh, favors kickers, that's for sure. Especially in these large tournament settings. Like, I was talking with Carrington, one of our followers. Uh, I mean, he was riding. He's been starting, like, four kickers for most of these weeks. Fuck it. I mean. Getting them into the semis. So, yeah. My two kickers have more points than all of my tight ends. And Scott Fish favors tight ends. Granted, you know, yeah. David and Joku was hurt. And the other two are Tyler Conklin and Noah Fant. But let's not get into logistics. Let's just know that my kickers have more points than my tight ends. And that's where that's where we can go about the position. Okay. Uh, four upsides. Josh, one and two last week. Only one with a win. Congratulations, I think. Um, 
because you're nine and thirty-two and one on the season. So <laughs> congratulations. You have Richie James as a top thirty receiver this week in Minnesota. Najee top twelve against Vegas. Mark Andrews finds his way back into the top five. Right, he hasn't been there in a minute. Yeah, finds his way against Atlanta, which Atlanta, God, bad defense. I feel like. Richie James is probably the the touching topic there because Najee had a decent week last week. He had a good week. He did, yeah. I'll touch really quickly on Najee. I mean, look, Franco Harris just passed away today. Immaculate reception. This is going to be the 50th anniversary. Talking about running backs with the Steelers. I think this is going to be a really emotional game for them. And I think Najee is going to come and play. And the Raiders, um, what is it, since... um, They've allowed the third most points per game to the running back position since week seven. They've been a little better of late, but they're still in the top third of teams and giving up points to running backs. The big thing with Najee is he hasn't been contributing in the passing game. He literally saw zero targets last week. Getting Jalen Warren more involved and kind of, you know, resting Najee more. But again, I think this is going to be one of those like emotional games and Najee's they're going to want to run Najee, and I think Najee's going to want to run as a result. Uh, but Richie James, this one's pretty easy for me. Minnesota's the third worst pass defense in terms of uh, fantasy scoring to wide receivers since week 12. They've allowed 29.4 fantasy points just to the slot receivers. Like, that's how bad they are in the slot. They Richie suck. James, that's where he runs 82.6% of his routes there since week 12. He's tied for the team lead in touchdowns over the last like four weeks with two he's the second leading receiver behind Darius Slayton this is where they're going to beat Minnesota's defenses through the slot and I think Richie James is going to see plenty of targets enough to get him in the top 30 even though the wide receiver scoring has been so bloated of late that top 30 is kind of like you need like 15 points to get there and I think Richie James can do that this week I I like it I I've been saying since last season that Minnesota's secondary is an absolute utter piece of shit and hey, guess who's still employed? Number Cam three, Dantzler. Cameron motherfucking Dantzler. Hell yeah. He's good for ADP purposes. He racks up the tackles. Works for me. He literally, I think, is like top five in cornerback tackles in the NFL because he lets up so many catches. Ryan, yes. you're going with an all Philadelphia week, which I know is scaring the shit out of Josh considering you have eight total fucking wins on the season. <laughs> it's a very thematic show for me. Yes, very. Garner Minshew top 10 against Dallas. Love it. But have to. The hype train is back. The hype train is back. He is going to take Jalen Hurts' job. Hype train is back. Oh, stop. Stop. (laughs) Jalen Hurts, MVP who? Garner Minshew. This is Carson Wentz 2.0. This is Carson Wentz 2.0. Stop. AJ Brown, two touchdowns. So we know it's not happening. And, (laughs) dude, that is a lock. Death. Right. Taxes. Anytime. Yeah. That is literally the KOD right there. Yeah. Kiss of death. Death, taxes, Ryan guessing someone will get two touchdowns and it not happening. Boom. And Ryan guessing a tight end will have any resemblance of points and then literally having zero targets. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. That's, that's usually, usually how it that goes. was my fullback fun as well. Whenever <laughs> I would guess that a fullback would be involved. Kyle Uchcheck has like 16 points the week before, has no touches. No touches. Next week. No targets. No targets. And then Devonta Smith, 15 fantasy points. Obviously, the big talking point here is Gardner Minshew. So tell everyone why Gardner Minshew is the absolute Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the long and short of it is 
he's the kind of guy you want as a veteran backup for a guy like Jalen Hurts. Uh, 60 attempts last year through four touchdowns in those 60 attempts. One was a pretty good game. One was a pretty bad game. What's funny is the good game was the game that mattered. And this is a game that matters. Philadelphia needs to win this game. Um, so I think he's going to come in. I think he's a seasoned vet. I think Mike Leach's funeral is going to play to his emotional. He's a very emotional player. I think it's going to be a big thing for him in this game. This game is in Texas, too. And the game is in Texas. And then you just have the fact that what he did last year, he did without AJ Brown and what he's done for most of his career, he's done without great wide receivers. And he is coming into a established Philadelphia offense. He's not, he doesn't need to do everything. Dallas is pretty good against the quarterback, but they've given up points. Notably, they just gave up 300 yards and four touchdowns to Trevor Lawrence last week. My little anecdotal joke about all of this coming into that game, Trevor Lawrence was seven and 22 as the Jacksonville Jaguar starter. Gardner Minshew was 7-16 and 16 as the Jacksonville Jaguar starter. He's clearly better, so he's going to at least put up those same numbers. I'm not even remotely worried about it. But no, the weapons are there. You're getting Dallas Goddard back this week. I'm just very excited for what this could mean for Gardner Minshew. As a huge fan of his, obviously, I would like to see him get a start attempt again, and I'm hoping a big game here is going to lead to something like that. If you would put Dallas Goddard as 15 fantasy points instead of Devonta Smith, I'd say you're getting at least one right. Okay. <laughs> Dal- Dallas Goddard's going to be his man this week on Saturday. I love the math comparison with Gardner Minshew. I mean, it makes more sense than pro football focuses fucking rankings. I thought so. you'd enjoy that. <laughs> go someone, someone go look up who the number two receiver is in the NFL. Cause I guarantee it's fucking wrong. According to pro football focus. I can pull that up. Give me a it's, second. It's got it's got to be wrong. I want you. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna have a fun thing after I get my upsides. We're gonna give the top ten receivers in the NFL. We're gonna fucking see how good pro fo- pro football focuses. My picks: Kenneth Walker top twelve against Kansas City. Already kind of talked about him a little bit. DJ Moore top sixteen against Detroit. Also discussed him a little bit. Trace McSorley, eh, top sixteen against Tampa. Tampa sucks. <laughs> I love how Ryan and O bring out stats and Joe's like, Tampa sucks. What what stat what stats do I need? Watch the fucking game. They are so bad. Now, you may be asking yourself, Joe, isn't it true that Trace McSorley, who has one game under his belt, does have the lowest expected completion percentage difference compared to his actual completion percentage, which was 23.5% this past week? Yes, I am well aware of the stat. Is Mac Jones right above him at that same exact stat? There's one quarterback worse than Mac Jones in terms of expected completion percentage to actual completion percentage. It's fucking Trace McSorley. (laughs) So if Mac Jones can finish as a top 10 quarterback, so can this fucking scrub. So Trace McSorley will be a top 16 quarterback this week against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. There we go. How's that for oh fucking analysis? God. There's your stats, okay? Ex- There's your stats. completion percentage. That's okay. literally, they said that on they said that on Boss Sports Radio. They were like, so it was expected completion percentage to actual completion percentage. Expected completion percentage for Mac Jones is like sixty two percent, which for reference is dog shit. Not good. Not good. His actual completion percentage was like forty one percent. Spoiler alert, guys. Not good. Spoiler alert. So. Apparently, it was a 20, 20% difference. Trace McSorley's was like 21.5%. I forget the exact number. Tr- Mac Jones and Trace McSorley are basically the same fucking quarterback, except McSorley can run. So, it's happening, folks. 
I have Trace McSorley finishing higher than Aaron Rodgers. How do you like that? Am go. I going to be right? No. No. Are you going to go fucking start Trace McSorley? No. No. <laughs> no. So I know I'm not hurting anybody in this conversation. So, Josh, who are the top 10 receivers? There might be, I was about to say, there might be some super flex leagues where people have to start Trace McSorley. Okay, that's Just throw that out there. That's that, fair. Okay. Josh, who are the top 10 wide receivers? Do you according? want offensive grade or receiving grade? I feel like it's receiving grade is what they rank okay. their top 10 off of for, okay. for, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they rank. So them starting off at the number 10 is Chris Olave. No. <laughs> Just Garrett no. Wilson at nine. No, again. No. Yeah. This is weird. CD lamb at eight. Fine. Cooper cup at seven. Too low. <laughs> yeah. It seems like AJ Brown at six. Fair. Stefan Diggs at five. Okay. I feel four like that's a, low, but four is a Monra St. Brown. Fuck yeah, baby. Definitely, then, de- definitely too high. Let's get that straight. That's too high, but I love it. Tied for second, Justin Jefferson. Okay. Devontae Adams. Okay. And number one. one is Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's it. I don't think Tyreek Hill should be one. I think Justin Jefferson should be one. Yeah, it's um, kind of hard not to have him. Hold on. Jamar Chase isn't in the fucking conversation. Really? This games might be hurting him. Jamar Chase is 11. Co- Cooper Cup hasn't played in four weeks. What do you uh, mean, Miss Games? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, okay, I mean... Chase that was one... 11. Waddle and Terry McLaurin tied at 12. Oh, you'll love this one. <laughs> McLaurin's that high, really? Kaderil Hodge is 14. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Come here. Put the headphones on, back on. on. I have my headphones on yet. Hold on. He's on a fucking NFL roster? What? Atlanta, I think. Here, here, here's the fun one. Number 15, LaVisca Chenault Jr. He's a, fu- he's a on, running back. On, he's two, a running on back. what, two receptions? I mean, that's pretty incredible. Dude. 21 receptions, actually. Pro football focus is a joke. LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, I just did overall. I didn't, I didn't, you know, subtract it based on minimum requirements. Or anything Are we like high? <laughs> wow. Okay. We're going to go through the downsides here. And then <laughs> what we're going to do, Josh, is we're going to pull up the running backs. Cause this is a fantastic okay. exercise that I think we need to do right to show people that that's fucking horseshit. If I go, if I look, if I watch a Sunday night football game and I see LaVisca Chenault as a starting receiver and it says pro football focuses ranked 15th receiver out of oh, 144. You're not going to like the running back list. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> so excited. So please God, please put like, please put Pierre strong in the top 10. Like, please do it. Oh God. I hate it. Please hold that list. Cause I'm very excited for it. Um, Really quick, it is Zay Jones, G. It's Zay Jones for everybody. We don't like Olave in that Cleveland matchup. Yeah. Oh, God, why'd you say that, Josh? Goddard or Knox? He brings up that Knox won last week, even though Knox... Uh, he, cool. Oh, he, Knox never puts together back-to-back good games. Well, it was about Knox. the matchups last week. Uh, Knox had a good matchup last week. It's not as good this week, and you're dealing with that win now. So Goddard, yeah, I think everyone's Goddard here. Indoors, yeah. control environment. Yeah, Goddard, okay. Um, God... You know what's not bad? Manscaped. 
Indeed. You are correct. Manscaped <laughs> is pretty awesome. Code Club Fantasy at checkout, 20% off. There's the banner so you can read it. If you are, for some reason, uh, deaf and listening to this podcast, you can read. <laughs> Jesus. What? Deaf people? They probably they might have closed captions on. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying that that's a hell of a leap that you've made. Listen, listen. I went from Britt Flynn's favorite player in the draft, Tra- Traylon Burks, and did him in a manscaped read. Okay? You're right. This, is, You're... this didn't even crack the top 60 of my furthest jumps to get anywhere. Okay? I'm winning long jump competitions based off of the leaps I take. Use Club Fantasy 20% off and free shipping. And, you know, if you're like my mom who has slacked off on, on some Christmas gifts this year, rightfully so for for her, but if she needs some gifts that, you know, may come after Christmas or may need some shipping, Manscaped right there. Don't even have to go. You don't have to go home. Just just stay home. Don't even have to go to the store. Oh, I love it. It's fantastic. Um, we, I, I think everything we've all used from them, from the lawnmower to the weed whacker, everything we've, we've all loved everything that they have graciously, uh, supplied us with to talk about their products. So please manscape.com use code club fantasy, 20% off and free shipping downside before that awful running back list. Taylor Heineke is benched for Carson Wentz this week against San Francisco. Now this is coming from a guy who went three and oh last week did Josh Hudson. So starting off strong, no Panthers running back tops eight fantasy. Wow. You are really putting that three and all record out there on the line here. No Panthers running back tops, eight fantasy points against Detroit. Literally. They need 10 yards and a touchdown. Josh is all about this Detroit run defense. Yeah. They're the number one fantasy defense against running back since week seven. So if you want to, if you want to pull what they've done all year, this is how bad they were in the first five games. Because I believe they've still allowed like the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. Since week seven, they're better than anyone at stopping running backs. Devonta Foreman has been awful in suspect matchups. Yeah, mm-hmm. He has been awful. He had a fairly decent one last week and had like nine yards on 10 carries. Like, not it. Chiba Hubbard can probably do some damage in the air. But yeah, I, and I think this is bold enough that, you know, eight fantasy points. I, I'm fading all my Panthers running backs against Detroit this week. God, I, I, I love the absolutely bold take right there. I absolutely love it. And then Rashad White is outscored by Leonard Fournette this week against Arizona. A lot of very, you know, interesting ones to track around here. But Leonard Fournette will score more than Rashad White. There you go, folks. Yeah, everybody's on the Rashad White bandwagon, and two of the last three weeks, Leonard Fournette has outsnapped him, and Rashad White's fantasy points have done this the last three weeks, all the way down. So yeah, I got him on his yeah, good. I mean, this is a good matchup against Arizona. They they like they need to run the football to get this offense going. Like if they mm-hmm. don't run the football, they're in a lot of trouble. But for me, they're going to lean on Fournette to do that. He's a bigger body. He can wear down a defense, and you know, they do still trust him in passing down situations. So I was just looking to see where Alex Anzalone ranked in tackles because he's the main linebacker for Detroit. Yeah. He's 105 total. I think I had him as a sleeper. I just, I got really happy because I think I got a lot of shit for pulling Alex Singleton in my top 10 on our IDP show. He's currently has this, the uh, eighth most total tackles in the NFL. I won't say you got a lot of shit because 
there's no one really to give you shit. So <laughs> I got enough. I got enough shit. Because most of our viewers not really in tune with IDP. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got enough shit. It was fine. Ryan, you were one and two last week. You have both Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. Fewer combined fantasy points than Gardner Minshew. What? You, okay. Oh, all of these are fewer fantasy <laughs> points than Gardner Minshew. Okay. There's a method to his madness. How, we went over this before you hopped in. Uh, how dare I? How dare I? So <laughs> it's about baby. So, the show is deep. Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, Ceedee Lamb, and George Kittle all score fewer fantasy points. Not combined, just individually. Yes. Score fewer fantasy. Oh, you can points. combine the Washington running backs. I tried to be mildly bold there. So. CD Lamb, George Kittle, all score fewer fantasy points than Gardner Minshew. Correct. There you go. And I know Kittle's probably the boldest one of all of this just because of what he did last week, but Washington far better against the tight end. I was a little shocked to dig into Washington's numbers against the tight end. Only two tight ends have scored 10 plus fantasy points against them in PPR, and they've only allowed like three tight end touchdowns this entire season. So I feel like Washington can get after the tight end. They can't Christian stop McCaffrey the wide receiver to the moon with all I those say, underneath dump offs, baby. <laughs> and so what's interesting is Washington also very good against the running back, but I took that completely out of the equation in this because I agree wholeheartedly at one point, the Washington running backs in my little prediction here was Christian McCaffrey. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> took it right out of there. My boy, Cam curl. Yeah. Clamps on the tight ends, baby. And so, yeah, Washington shuts the tight ends down. Uh, C.D. Lamb, obviously, Josh is a proponent of what Philly's corners have done, though they have given up quite a few touchdowns lately. But Lamb did not score 13 fantasy points against them the first time they faced each other. So I'm expecting 20 points out of Gardner Minshew. It's pretty easy for me to say all of these guys are going to score fewer because it's the Gardner Minshew show. And guess what? Saturday starts it show. It's going to be the Gardner Minshew show. (laughs) Of course it is. Myself, I have Ramondre Stevenson outside of the top 10 against Cincy pains me to say that i need him to drop 50 points in scott fish yeah but it's heartbreaking dj reader when he is in the lineup for cincinnati they're a top five run defense when he's out of the lineup they are a bottom five run defense statistically they are statistically bottom five when he's in the lineup they're top five guess who's healthy this week dj reader yeah it's he's not going to stuff the stat sheet not going to do a lot of crazy things he just fills the gaps where the running backs want to go. So they have to redirect and ultimately they redirect into Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, Logan Wilson, whoever it may be. Tennessee Titans lose outright to Houston. And I didn't even know Ryan Tannehill was hurt. They lose Fair outright enough. to Houston. hundred percent. If, if they can, are playing their ass off the last two weeks, so. if they can be on the brink of beating Dallas and Kansas city, you, you know, the two quarterback combo of Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills. Electric. They're basically doing exactly what New Orleans is doing with the whole Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill thing. Yeah, but Jeff Driscoll's better. When I see him throw deep touchdowns to Rashid Saheed like uh, Taysom Hill does. Hold on. I'll, that's I'll, I'll agree. that's another name. Truck. That's another name. This is why I fucking hate fantasy football. Rashid Shahid was like a We top- talked about him on Saturday, actually. I we hate did. this game. I hate this game. We had what? somebody who was in like a crazy deep, like 16-team league. Yeah. And was like absolutely desperate for a dart throw. And we were like, look, expect a 60-yard touchdown from Rashid Shahid. 
But like on cue, baby. <laughs> but like, but like in a normal league. Shout out you know, to Sam Holt and Joel Worth and and Faith and myself for you, that one. It was you great. know, in a normal league, you know, like a twelve team, a ten team, you know, like deep leagues. I get that. No one in their right fucking mind put Rashid Shahid oh. in their lineup. That's gross. Okay. Uh, and I have Aaron Rodgers at the top 20 against uh, Miami. Already talked about that. Real quick before we get into this amazing running back list that I cannot wait to freak out over. John Dixon asked Zay Jones or Christian Watson. A weird amount of Zay Jones and Christian Watson questions this week. Well, it makes sense. If you've been active on waivers for the last month, these were the guys you were. Well, you got them. Yeah. I, I have. I had both of these guys in a lot of leagues. Um, John, I talked about it earlier. I don't know how. I don't know when you tuned in. Christian Watson, I think, is going to have a lot of garbage time. I know I just said Aaron Rodgers outside the top twenty. That could hurt me come garbage time. But I think Watson benefits from that, and also that fucking secondary is just. And if Zay terrible. Jones faces Sauce as Josh brought up, it's a problem. So give me Watson here. So. Yeah, Christian Watson. Watson. I'm not taking any overs on Zay Jones props. So you can pretty much, if anybody has a a boom upside like Christian Watson does, I'm going that route instead of the safe play with Zay Jones, because that safe play, I think, is only like five fantasy points. Starting with Scott Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Say a prayer, I, buddy. Dude, there's no way. There's. I went into the game last week against Ryan, and I was accepting defeat, because I'm like, okay, I'm starting Desmond Ritter. Zay yeah, Jones almost pulled you. I saw that. Place. And who was, who was the one that you benched that uh, actually, I think you Zach had Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, if you'd started Zach Wilson, you win. <laughs> yeah. Justin Here's Herbert, man. Justin Herbert's dude, a problem right now. Dude, <laughs> Not the right kind of problem. I started Desmond Ritter, Jonathan Taylor, and Kendrick Bourne, and only lost by four points. I don't think points. Bourne got you any points, did he? Bourne had a target. I'm like, oh, oh. my God. I'm like, look. My team Kendrick is built Bourne. around a Los Angeles Chargers stack. <laughs> so. Yeah, right? I was so close and you were uh, so you know what? You know what? It was a good season. It was a good season. It was a great it was, season. It definitely exceeded your expectations. I was I was talking you up on Monday. I didn't want to lose to you, and I said it was gonna be insufferable. So I'm glad it all went down the way. <laughs> I literally said, I'm like, Aaron Jones did this to me once when I was up thirty thousand feet in the air in a plane. When I swear to God if he does it again. Touchdown, I was shocked. I, I'm not shocked that he scored a touchdown, just shocked that our game flipped the way it did. Why no? Joe, stop. It's funny. <laughs> we're we're big enough that we have bots. It's cool. Czar, Rashad White or Foreman. I could also pick up Moss or Dion Jackson. So Ooh. Josh hates both of them. I, Josh hates this entire list. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like Dion either of them, Jackson. but I'm still I'm still gonna take White with the PPR upside. Dion Jackson. Yeah, I think I'd go Rashad White. I so Joe, I was big uh Deion Jackson on Monday, and with some of the viewers talked to me a little bit about Zach Moss and Deion Jackson might be in the doghouse. And I think I would lean Moss over Jackson, but I think I would take Rashad White overall. So Okay, I'll just go Rashad White. I mean, I don't I don't care in the situation. And I'll honestly I'll go Rashad White. I think they're all bad. I'll go Rashad White. <laughs> I'll give you this advice because I don't care what your fantasy team does. Wow. No, no, I care about Czar. I just don't care about any of the guys he mentioned to us. Czar, another one, flex one, Watson, Goddard, Ingram, Hawkinson. He drafted Kelsey and hoarded waiver tight ends. I love it. Ingram? Watson has the upside. No, Watson has the oh, upside. Okay. Watson definitely has the upside. Uh, Goddard's easily the safest for me in this list. All right, I guess Watson. If you, if you only have one flex spot, 
I'm you not know. about putting a tight end in that flex spot. Like if, if your lineup is like, you know, two wide receivers and then two flex spots. Sure. Go Watson and Goddard. That's cool. But I don't like filling that like lone flex spot with a second tight end. It just, I, I don't. Tight yeah, ends I, don't typically have the kind of upside that positional, like, you know, running and backs and wide receivers. And in Dynasty League, Josh and I are in. Keep in mind, neither of us made the playoffs. I, at one point, started three tight ends in three flex spots, and it's a required tight end league. So I had four tight ends starting. <laughs> I started Desmond Ritter in his first NFL start in a playoff game. And almost won. <laughs> and almost fucking won. So if you want to almost win, Evan <laughs> If that's what you're going for, you want to almost win Evan Ingram. No, Christian Watson. All right, Josh, what's this? I can't wait. Also, G says Foyasada Luicon <laughs> is his father. Um, IDPD, IDP dad. IDP dad. Dude, I've a Luicon. Looks great. Dog. Josh, go ahead. Oh, and end us, end us on a good note with, yeah. End <laughs> us on a no good such note. There's thing as a good note with this list. Now, remember, there's no minimum requirements. It's just straight up overall grade. Doesn't matter how many carries, et cetera. I I feel like you're gonna say guy who has like three carries on the season. Uh no, the lowest carry amount on this list is 15. Jesus, which okay. still isn't great. Okay, it's gotta I mean, be. Look, Pierre... I, I can I can cut it with minimums if you want no, me to. No, 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 okay. it's way funnier. It's gotta be Pierre Strong or or Kevin Harris. It has number to be. ten, number ten, Brian Robinson. Okay, it's high, but like, yeah. I'm not like he, mad about it. He's but gotten it's high. really efficient over the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm not mad about it, but it's high. Number nine, Ramondre Stevenson. Too low. Far too, too low. low. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Tyler Algier. Based on Number what? seven. So hold on. So he shouldn't be seven. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't say that's incredibly egregious. I would, but okay. I'm he actually a, really he, surprised that Algiers 100 had 148 yards. carries. I didn't realize he had that. That's what I'm saying. I felt like he's touched the ball. But I mean, he averages much. five yards a carry. Like, no, you say he's like that's yeah, what that's what like that's really why I don't see it. As... Stevenson averages five yards a carry and has 60 receptions to oh, go with. Hold on, hold on. Let well, me, again, let me... we're, we're, this is this is an overall grade. This is just running grade. Oh, okay. Misunderstood. Yeah. I thought the, I well, thought this on. was running back grade. So Ramondre's a better runner. Let's get that straight. Well, yeah, I'm not conceding. But that like, he's not. I don't like. I knew I knew Algier averaged five like five yards carry. That's why I'm not like crazy mad about it. But he should not be seven. Yeah, he should be like nineteen. That's Number not as egregious as fucking Kaderil Hodge, who shouldn't even yeah, be yeah, that, ranked. That's pretty bad. Oh, don't worry. You're gonna flip your shit over number seven. Can't wait. Ty Johnson. How many he he's fit, he's got to be the fifteen. Carry he's guy, the right? fifteen carry one. Yeah. yeah, he does average six point three yards per carry. I don't care. And five point two yards after contact per. Yeah, team. didn't he break so, like he broke like a forty nine yard run on one of his yeah. carries like to end a game or some shit like. And that. you know that's the thing like that's what pro football focus like they that's one of their big focuses so, yeah. with running backs is force missed tackles and yards after contact that, that what did stuff, so. i'm just i'm just you know like i'm just trying to run so i mean if this is like 45 50 carries he's way he's a lot further no, he's down not even ranked but, but yeah exactly. but like what did deontay harris do to get two is like what i'm trying to get through know. my head continue sorry number, number six. six nick chubb too low tied for fourth aaron jones too high 
and Elijah Mitchell. Way too high. <laughs> Number three, Tony Pollard. Too low. It's had a great year. <laughs> yeah. Number two. This one's fun. Jordan Mason. Who? What? <laughs> Wait, who? Who's well, no, like this is all serious. He's the he's the current back in San backup in San Francisco after all of the injuries they're dealing with. And number one, which I'm perfectly fine with, Josh Jacobs. Oh, okay. So McCaffrey doesn't even make the list. Interesting. Uh, got, McCaffrey, Brian, Jordan Mason is well, way. What better. I found interesting is that Eli Mitchell and Jordan Mason have both made the list and. Well, Mitchell wasn't really. Where do you think Christian time. McCaffrey is? Based on what you're saying, seventy third. Where? <laughs> hold on. It's it's where where do I want him? Two. Where no, do I, I said, think? Where do you think? Where he do is? I think he is? Twenty seven. Tied for forty first. <laughs> do you know who he's tied with? Can I can I have can I have a, his rough statistics? Because there's no way I'm guessing. Kareem Hunt. Derek Watt. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. A fullback. So you're telling me. Wow. You're telling me. Kyron Williams is ranked ahead of Christian McCaffrey. Why do people pay for this fucking website. Well, to be fair, we pay for this fucking website. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. <laughs> I don't I don't pay attention to the grades. I pay attention to the other stats that that's, I, that's I actually fine. deem meaningful. That's that's fine. So like so because I've I've had people tell me, and you know, I, I might I might be wrong. Remind me the left tackle for the Giants. Why am I forgetting his name? Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. I, I said after this year, if Andrew Thomas has a good year, I will admit that I'm wrong on Andrew Thomas. But he was a fucking bump, in my opinion. Everyone's like, oh, he's the top-rated left tackle in pro football focus. I'm like, yeah, and fucking Deontay Harris was wide receiver two to them. And Christian McCaffrey is apparently running back 41 with a fullback. No, here's the thing. Andrew Thomas is ranked high because he's a good pass blocker. He can't run block though, right? He cannot run block to save his life. And that was the story going into this league, which that's why I thought it was so weird that Gettleman drafted him because Gettleman wanted to run the football. Oh, the whole on. point was for them to run Saquon Barkley. Exactly. So it's like, why would you take a guy that struggles run blocking, but is an elite pass blocker? Time out. Time out. Uh, Gettleman's dyslexic. So he just got him messed up. Yeah. yeah. Well. But I mean, Andrew Thomas is the fifth ranked tackle in terms of pass blocking okay that's fair yeah and that that, yeah that's fair okay now pull up the tight end it's a different story yeah he is tied for 18th and then overall well he's still fourth overall but it's because he has such an inflated pass block Uh, yeah of course yeah so pull up the tight ends ryan your stream of the week guess who the fucking quarterback is everybody (laughs) gardner Minshew. if you if you didn't you know he might have been 50% available in Yahoo leagues. I was hoping 
he didn't get above 50%. He actually only hit 16%, which was a little shocking to me. Really? But I was talking with Josh. I feel like a lot of these percentages stayed low because there's probably only four teams active right now. True. And if you didn't lose, you're not really hunting. So yeah, Gardner Minshew, obviously. Uh, Chigazimo Conquo is going to be my tight end. I'm mildly nervous sans Ryan Tannehill, but I'm hoping Malik Willis recognizes who his weapons are. These guys have no wide receivers to throw to. 21 targets over the last four weeks. He's actually the tight end three in all of fantasy. 17 receptions, 202 yards, and a touchdown, plus two carries. And we've all seen Johnu Smith has shown in the Titans offense, tight ends carrying the football can be valuable. And one of those carries, if I remember correctly, was in the red zone. So. Fun fact about Chigazima Conquo, tight end three in terms of pro football focus grading, oh yeah maybe. hey hey that's hey. when it matters is when hey. it fits our narrative hey. exactly <laughs> they hey. are fucking geniuses hey is it too <laughs> is it too high 100 yes yeah. it is way too high but keep is in mind it, every other time now, now that, again i like, just pulled up receiving grade i did not pull yeah. up overall because, actually again, actually pull up the overall grade that's what i want to know for tight ends because i in my, he's in five my, overall yeah. Okay. Hey, you know, don't don't tell me the rest. I mean, of the Kelsey's list. one. Kelsey's he one. He should not like be one. He can't block. Well, he to can't be fair, block. his pass blocking grade is way lower, but his receiving grade is just so elite. That I was going to say his receiving grade, grade is going to carry everything up. Yeah. yeah it, he shouldn't be one because David and Joku number two. Okay, that's fair. Let's we'll, we'll pause on that. Chigazimo Conquo shouldn't be three. Is it is it right though? Hundred percent, it's correct. It's the just, rightest it's, thing ever. It's the rightest thing ever. And then Ryan, you have Cleveland's defense against New Orleans for the aforementioned it, bad weather. Is there going to even be any offense? Yeah, it's bad weather. I, I struggled with defense this week. Um, I almost considered Tennessee, but the loss of Ryan Tannehill and they've actually just been very bad lately. Um, I want to consider Josh's new favorite Detroit Lions defense. Um, still just wasn't ready to trust them on the road. And Carolina has actually not played terribly against fantasy defenses lately. The Cleveland game, you have a lot of things going for you here. You have weather. Um, Cleveland has like five consecutive multi-sack games going for them. And um, New Orleans is giving up multi-sack games. You're looking for sacks and turnovers. New Orleans actually has not turned the ball over in four or five consecutive games, but that just tells me they're due. So that's what I'm looking for them to, uh, yeah. to do in this one. Um, let's let's see some turnovers in that weather. Better's mentality. They're exactly. due. <laughs> yes. R- uh, G says Ryan is actually Gardner Minshew in a different life, identical twins. I love it. Yes, absolutely fantastic. I, I, I won't deny that the long hair and mustache was a definite bite on the Gardner Minshew look yes. from years ago. Now, if you don't show up wearing the headband on Saturday, I'm going to be very upset with you. I'll figure the head. I was trying to figure it out for tonight. We're, we're not a big headband house, so I'll have to see what I can get figured out. So. You're going to have one lying around. Yeah. Um, before Josh gets into his tight end lineup, uh, my fate is Jamar Chase. <laughs> his tight end lineup. <laughs> yeah. My fate is Jamar Chase. That's gonna bite Marcus you. Jones. Listen, dude, I don't I don't know if Marcus Jones is Deion Sanders or something, but <laughs> that that man can do everything. Uh and Tyler Boyd is my play. Miles Bryant's in the slot. Miles Bryant sucks. Tyler Boyd. Uh <laughs> Josh, please give me the top ten. Overall, overall or just receiving. Overall tight ends, I'm still pissed Kelsey's one, but yes, overall tight ends. Oh, you're going to flip your shit on number 10. Can't wait. Taysom Hill. That you can't, no. <laughs> He's not even, but like, but like, no. 
But like depth chart, what that doesn't. I was gonna know. say he shouldn't have a receiving grade or a blocking grade, so I'm not quite sure how this works. You know what? He actually is. Um, he's tight end ten. With he's what, number four in tight end pass block grade. Yeah, but he's but he has two catches. When has he played on a pass block? <laughs> he would be the quarterback. He blocks on special teams. Interesting. He has two pass block snaps all year. <laughs> and he's done so great on them. That's that's the worst one. That's the worst one. Jordan Mason at two, fine. Taysom Hill at oh ten. Oh my god. He has two pass blocking snaps in probably what two receptions? Yeah, that's rough. That's bad. Nine, continue. Oh my god. Nine is George Kittle. Too low. Too Which low. honestly, I found this really interesting. They they have him as a really bad pass blocker this year. Now, again, I, I don't pay near as much attention. And I know he, he overall in his career, he's been really he good. Pass block. I was just going to say, why is pass blocking this big? It should, thing? Be, should run be run blocking. blocking? So yeah, interesting. Like run, blocking should, run blocking. I, I'm just, just, again, I'm looking at yeah. th- this is, this is just pulling it up on the receiving end. So I can yeah, get a yeah. receiving score. Um, but I mean, I could I could pull up the run block stats. No, just, oh, no you're fine. I, it's just That's interesting to me that they care about that for the overall ranking when they shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't. Well, it, I mean, they're gonna care about they they take all the cumulative grades yeah. and add it up. Like they'll add run blocking too into low. it as well. But too low. Uh, number eight is Michael Pruitt. Michael, however it is. Really, um, really, really. He has 36 pass blocking snaps, so a bit of an improvement. He can block, um, but he can't do anything else. Yeah, right. Um, tied for six, Mark Andrews and Dallas Goddard. Goddard, fine. I, those Andrews are guys. Those low. are guys that should be in the top ten. Yeah. Um, Andrews is too low. Five Goddard is fine. five is a conquo, as I previously stated. Dog. Uh, four is ridiculous. Uh, ben Ellison. From Minnesota, that's her third. He's been on the today. IR the whole fucking season. What does he have? Well, but again, it's what he did. Those four games is what yeah. mattered. Um, Pat oh. Fryermuth at three. He's had a really good year. That's fine. he has. He has been a solid yeah. play this season. Well, yeah, and that's, that's the thing. Fine. The top three, like if you if you told me these three guys were in the top five or top ten, I like I'm fine with that. Fryermuth at three, and Joku at two, and Travis Kelsey at one. And Joku at two is too high, but he's also had a fantastic. I was say, year. He's had a great what? year. How many? How much pass blocking has he done? Because that's never been his game. Five. Uh, well, blocking in general has never really been in Joe. No, game. he sucks. Um, they they almost shift him out to the slot. So. I actually want to pull up. Uh, that's why they got Harrison oh, Bryant to block. Yeah. Um, I mean, Injoku as a run blocker is a fifty-eight grade, so not okay. great. Terrible. Absolutely um, awful. Yeah, I mean these these top six guys very mediocre at run blocking. Um, Kittle's got to be one. Right? Kittle's a sixty-eight point six, so he's at Feels eleven low. overall. Okay, that's fine. They bring in blocking yeah. tight ends. That's fair. Yeah, okay, and this is fine. what I find funny: the the highest rated run blocking tight end is Isaiah Likely, and he was not known for blocking in college. No, he was strictly a receiving tight end. Hmm. So I find that really interesting. Where's interesting. Kelsey? Where's Kelsey in run blocking? This is the uh, true test if if that stat is bullshit right there. Uh, no, he's he's down the list. Um, he's at if he, he's inside 46. the top. Okay. Mm, fine, fine. I will heed that. That's fine. 
he sucks. He can't, he cannot run block. I mean, but, if you look at it this way, he's below the 30 other 31 other starting tight ends in the NFL, and that's where he should be. Yeah, fair. One last question from Cedric Deslages. I'm saying the last name wrong, but I tried. Keenan Allen or DeAndre Hopkins? This is this is a fairly good question, but because you know DeAndre Hopkins has the goat Trace McSorley as his quarterback, and that is Sunday Night Football Sunday Christmas night football Day. Christmas, yeah, yep. and Keenan Allen is Monday Night Football. It's French. it's French. So de, 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 de that's definitely, we both were definitely wrong. It wasn't even close that we were both wrong. Uh, and Keenan Allen, obviously normal matchup against a, he'll probably see, um, why am I blanking on his name? 23 in the slot. Holy shit. Kenny Moore. Um, he'll probably see Kenny Moore. Keenan well, Moore Allen. was out last week. I know, and that's why I was confused, but I'm just assuming he'll be back next this week. If he doesn't see Kenny Moore, it's Keenan Allen by a landslide. But I, I still if he sees Kenny Moore, it's Keenan Allen by a landslide. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was saying, I think it's Keenan Allen regardless. But again, like we've seen if you put the ball in DeAndre Hopkins airspace, it's getting caught. <laughs> it in his relative direction. It's getting caught. So, like, McSorley doesn't need to be on point. And, for, and DeAndre Hopkins could be blanketed with coverage. He'll still catch the football, which is why this is still an argument. Yeah. Keelan Allen is open on every play. So, this is why it's also not an argument. Yeah. Keenan Allen. I'm not benching Keenan, Keenan Allen for anybody tied to Trace McSorley. So. Hey, hey, that's a top 16 fantasy quarterback, Trace McSorley. What I will say. For, for is- what it's worth. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, I'm choosing between your... Hopkins and Mike Evans in the league where I beat Joe, and I don't know which one to start. So, that's yeah, a, it's Keenan Allen for me. One. But for what it's worth, the last professional touchdown pass that Trace McSorley had, it was to Hollywood Not Brown, right. who is also oh. his teammate here oh, in Arizona. So oh, there you go, COVID. Baltimore connection. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. All right, um, you know, really humbled ourselves here. Um, it's it's got to be Deloge or Deloge. I just don't know which it is. Whatever it is, it's. I think it's way cooler than what we're making it. In all honesty, <laughs> I think it sounds way better than anything we've we've ever uh, we've ever even uttered here. So, Cedric, I've never seen your name before. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah. Hope you subscribe because once we hit five hundred, which we are currently at four ninety, so we're ten away. Once we hit four hundred or five hundred, excuse me. We're doing a giveaway where we spin a wheel and except this time you actually get to pick your prize. So we don't actually get to, we don't force one upon you. You actually get yeah, to, you pick. get to choose one of three. I have a signed Stefan Diggs Bills Jersey, a signed Nick Chubb Browns Jersey or a Mark Andrews signed Ravens mini helmet. Yeah. And he has officially subscribed. And for those of you that are friends or that are fans of Tim Burton's or show or something like that on Netflix, there's a skit. Yeah. I'd say Keenan Allen is, <laughs> is a, is a reference to, yeah, I'd say that'll do. That'll be just fine. Um, that and the ongoing joke in the, in the Zolo household currently is the Burger King commercials. So the, Chicken, 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 chicken. I hate that fucking commercial. Oh, Ryan, it is amazing. You want you want to know the newest one they have? Whopper, whopper, that's whopper, the one that, whopper, that's single, the one double, triple yeah. whopper. Heard it on the radio today. 
I love it. It's amazing I, how much money the people that write those jingles make. I, it's you, I, I'm telling like they say the, literally the people that wrote the Liberty Mutual one. Liberty, Liberty. It's catchy. It's catchy. It works. All you got to do is get it stuck in your head. I'm literally think I was singing that one today. Whopper, 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 whopper. One, and man. You know, you know the best thing is it's it's where like it's sticking in your head. It's working. You know, Dilly Dilly Bud Light. That got turned down by five different ad agencies. They said, wow. don't do it. It's stupid. Bud Light believed in their their uh, thing so much. They went on with it. It is the best promotion they've ever done. Yeah. And then it became Philly Philly after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Stick, <laughs> stick to your guns. Stick to your gut if you believe it. Uh, that's why I hate stats in Pro Football Focus. Thank you for watching, <laughs> folks. Reminder. Any last-minute Christmas gifts? Use code CLUBFANTASY, 200% off free shipping, manscaped.com. We all love all of the products they bring us. Lawnmower, weed whacker, ball deodorant, ball spritzer, underwear. Did and I the miss any travel bag? The best travel bag to carry. Oh, yes. Around in. yes. Highest quality. It, it, it was hidden in our little yes. boxes. It was hidden. Yeah, it was underneath it, everything. Yeah. Yes, they, they hid the best for last. All leather. Oh, I, I love it. Really it, nice. And I'm not going to lie to you. When you pick it up, you're like, dang, that looks small. It fits a lot of stuff in there. Everything. Everything. And a cool thing, too, there's like a little uh, there's a little pouch, too, that I don't think you realize. You can actually put, like, your trimmers for your razor in there. So, yeah. like, they've thought of, like, the little things that you might not see they in a traditional. understand their product. <laughs> yes. They might, you might not see in a traditional thing. Um, <laughs> G, G, G's very angry. That you that you do not like. It's his favorite jingle. You can't run from it. It'll never die. It chicken, will not. chicken, chicken, chicken. Oh. It's the we, whopper one. I don't know what it is. It just whopper. So much. It's so, whopper, 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 whopper. Single, yeah, let's just, double, let's keep triple, doing it. whopper. Follow. I I can't even do it for Club Fantasy. I can't do it off the off the cuff. But follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyffl.com. Josh, myself, Ryan, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for indulging in the bullshit that we handle every single week. It is so much fun. Semifinals. Good luck this week. We hope to have most of you in the finals next week. If not, we also hope that, you know, we can help you avoid losing in the toilet bowl. Elixirs, we're looking at you, my friend. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, he just, he, he had, had a, shout him out. Come he's on. Had he had a he rough season. He hasn't been on the show at all tonight, and you're still calling him out. That's Listen, rude, he's had a rough season, okay? Yes. And he deserves a shout out for sticking through it and being a fan for, I think, two seasons now at this yeah. point. I feel maybe even three. If He's been with us for a while. So, we appreciate you, Elixirs. Appreciate all you, Czar, Cedric. Welcome to the show. G, Faith, everybody. Yeah. I, we can't list them all, but we appreciate all you guys. Always remember, defense wins championships. Offense wins fantasy football. We will see you next week.